0: One car, two drivers, three wheels, thirty four days, and three thousand five hundred miles around India. This is the Trans India Challenge Podcast. Welcome to the Trans India Challenge Podcast, Episode Six. My name is Peter Brill. I'm a member of the India Italian team and with only one day to go before departure, this episode is all about fond farewells and last minute planning details such as getting the car out of customs. Now if you think driving a Morgan three-wheeler three and a half thousand miles around India in 34 days while raising 200,000 pounds, that's about 1.8 crore rupees for Indian NGO Goonj is a challenge. Well, it pales into insignificance when tackling paperwork, a subject we did talk about in episode 5. With just three days to departure, and the team getting more than a little nervous, Alan and Pat, having just landed from London, they headed to the container port, with the reassurance that just one more minor formality was needed to release the car. Alan and Pat take up the story, as they sat in the hotel lobby after a rather exhausting day.
1: Today has been nothing like what I expected it to be. Uh, Having been uh, allowed five hours sleep before getting up to go and do what I thought was gonna be a fairly easy task, of getting the car out of the container station. Uh, That whole process, even once we got there, took seven hours. Uh, or more,
2: seven and a half. I seven think and, and a it, half.
1: It? Seven, yeah. Yes. yeah. So, it so longer, but you know, we long um. Enough. Uh, however, success. We got the car. We opened the container, and um, there it was in pristine condition. Slight smell of petrol in the container, but never the mind. Then we had to go through further bureaucracy actually be allowed to take it out of the container and eventually we were allowed to do that and um, the good news was we put some fuel in and it started first, first go. time yeah. literally no turning over anything first time uh, so Wonderful. and um, that was when we started to attract a crowd so we can be fairly confident that the three-wheeler is going to blow india away as we travel across it um but by that time it was getting rather late and by the time we'd got the car out of the container station which was another round of waiting indian,
2: waiting waiting indian yeah.
1: bureaucracy you drove um,
2: back in the dark
1: <laughs> and to drive back in the dark and what did i say i would never do on this trip was drive in the dark, in the dark.
3: He's had an absolute blast, so, haven't you? Driving so so
1: so today, was <laughs> A lasted a hell of a lot longer, and B ended up with a pretty hairy drive in Indian traffic in the dark. In Russia. In the Russia, and and actually, I'm surprised how well I could. Um And. The Help answer the is. Car, I know oh we, we had a car behind. in front, a car behind. That was good. Um, the answer is that Indian traffic is a relatively slow, self-organising system. I can tell you now, having done it, I was more terrified in Rome. The thing that I was relieved about was that we'd raised the suspension, and it coped perfectly with the speed bumps. Absolutely, no right. trouble at all. And did um, we have a lot of speed bumps and, and we really had, rough road? Oh and my, had some me. triple speed bumps. And that was the first good thing. The second thing was, um, there weren't too many potholes, but where there were potholes, we seemed to cope with them okay as well, yeah? Thirdly, in spite of doing it at night, I kind of instinctively understand the Indian traffic. So um, actually, I think I'm more relaxed, having done what I did today, even though I didn't plan to do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Documentary director and my partner in crime for the next month or so, David Campbell,
2: shared his take on the challenges of the day. Oh, Peter, I'll tell you, it was the most tedious day in many ways, just standing around waiting, and every time you thought you'd reached the summit, there was another summit ahead of you, another piece of paper to fill in, another permit to get, Another official needed to sign some documents, it was awful. But at the same time, it was so exciting. It was so exciting just watching the container being open for the first time in oh, two months nearly, and seeing the car there, and it was all in one piece, and Alan was delighted to see his, his uh, much-loved car again after uh, posting her off on a ship to India back in December. So that was amazing. And the incredible thing was, of course, he just sat in the car, turned the key, and it started first go. So that was incredible. We'd, we'd prepared ourselves for all sorts of eventualities. Would there be oil in it? Would the fuel work? Uh, would the car have died? on the high seas somewhere or did the battery die you know what happened? but no she was perfect
0: and I think that's a credit to, to two organisations to Morgan Motor Company of course who built the car and Lee Jenkins who was the man that built it uh, and to Mark and Chris who were our technical support there who were very helpful in just giving us advice before we set out and to Crazy Horse who were the company that prepared the car um, raised the suspension and also prepped the car ready to go and, and we really thank the team at Crazy Horse for all of that as well the one thing that Alan said as he as he says in his <laughs> interview that he wouldn't do uh, was drive at night and of course because of all the hold up, first
2: time he gets in the car <laughs> he's driving at
0: night uh, and that presented some problems I guess for both Alan uh, the challenge of of him following us and keeping in in the right place and not having driven in Mumbai but also for us because There was the convoy element of trying to keep him in sight. But for you as a film director, when you start to lose the light, it's got to be the worst feeling.
2: Well, the whole thing was challenging. I mean, I'm sitting in the back of uh, a Toyota Innova, Uh, one of these people carriers, with the boot wide open and me hanging out at the back of the car trying to film Alan as we bounced along these rutted broken roads uh that was quite something but at the end of the day i could only film for a few minutes because uh, the light was going going quickly i mean by the time uh, we actually got the car out of the port the sun had almost set and uh, so we only got a few minutes out of the road but it was my first attempt in india of uh, that arrangement where i'm sitting in the boot of a car trying to poke a camera out of the back <laughs> trying to over bumpy roads um but uh, it's something I'll be doing every day now for the next uh, 34 days or 35 days or whatever it is. So it was good to get my hand in. I'm um, not sure the footage was, was terribly good because it was just way too dark.
0: And if you want to see that, well, you can uh, go on to TransIndia Challenge Facebook page, which is uh, at India Challenge, uh, and see the video there, and uh, that you can see the footage of me filming David filming Alan uh, as we, we head out of the port uh, as, as the light starts to, to fade. It certainly was a challenging day. There was another piece of good news which kind of kept us distracted for um, that interminable period of getting all those documents stamped and getting the car out, which was the cricket. At the moment there's a, a whole series going on between New Zealand and, uh, and India uh, and yesterday was a T20 game, and it didn't just go down to the wire. It was a real Ben Stokes moment. It was a uh, final ball. India needed uh, needed the six to win, and sure enough, they scored. But it was a hell of a... to see and it was great to experience that with India.
2: To be honest, Peter, I think that was part of our problem yesterday, why we ended up having to wait seven and a half or eight hours or whatever it was for documents to be signed because I think all the officials were watching the cricket at the time and they weren't going to sign anything until until the game was finished. But it was a great game. It was, yeah, well, it kept us amused while we were sitting there waiting.
0: The following day saw the Morgan, now named Queen Bee, getting her full livery of challenge and sponsor logos and meeting the media for the first time. And you can see the results of that by visiting the Trans India Challenge Facebook and Instagram pages at Trans India Challenge or Twitter at Transindia Chal. So as the team prepares to say goodbye to Mumbai for the next 34 days, we asked Sisters Alison and Louise Braithwaite for their thoughts on the challenge their parents are about to undertake. Alison was certainly concerned at the prospect. I'm
4: glad that you've got sponsorship and it's becoming bigger than just you deciding to go and drive around in a car around india um because just driving in a car around india is kind of a bit of a, not a weird thing to do because people do stuff like that all the time i suppose but just making a bigger deal out of it to try and i suppose get something heard make a difference is a good thing definitely i'm obviously concerned because the morgan's very low i know you've got flags on it But the traffic, obviously, in city centres is going to be pretty lethal. I'm hoping it's slightly better on the open road for yourselves. And I'm obviously also concerned about your level of fitness and driving because, you know, you're potentially driving sort of six hours a day. Um, And I know you'll be sharing it with mum a little bit. I'm not sure if you're sharing it with anyone else, but I'm just sort of concerned that, you know, even though you're... You've had your heart operation and you've been given all the okay and everything. I just don't feel that you're probably fit enough to drive six hours a day for however many days of a week. Because obviously you've got to keep your wits about you. You never know, you might have a sacred cow jump out at you as well, so you've got to be careful you don't hit them. Yeah.
0: Unlike Alison, Sister Louise was more upbeat about the challenge ahead. I think
4: it's
3: fantastic. It's a great adventure and it's a really great adventure with Goomge at the heart of it. Um, I'm so proud and impressed with them both. Um, It certainly hasn't been an easy way of getting to this point, um, especially in their departure at the end of January. What with Dad's health and then organising particularly the car's features, discussions over petrol, the car even not leaving the dock on the requested ship, and then even recently applying for visas. But they've managed to overcome all these hurdles and... We're really, really excited about their 5,600-kilometre journey, and we all really couldn't be any more proud of them. I think it will be a challenge. There's there's no doubt about it. Invariably, they will experience hurdles along the way. Um, 21 days driving in India will be really strenuous, along really busy, bumpy roads, potentially even navigating around cows too, and they'll definitely knowledge on board so i'm going to try my hardest not to worry about them also i know that they're going to love the journey i know that they're really looking forward to visiting towns and rural communities um, along the way that have benefited from Coonja's work and seeing the circular economies in action i think they'll really enjoy the whole experience
0: and with those proud words from alison braithwaite That's about it for this episode of the Trans India Challenge podcast, except to say that from the 1st of February, you'll be able to track the Queen Bee and the team in real time on the Trans India Challenge website, transindiachallenge.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Bearing Point. You'll also see plenty of images of us in our new team shirts. Those are supplied by Ralph Lauren and our Earth Polo, which are shirts made entirely from thread derived from plastic bottles and using a waterless dye. And we'll be talking much more about that in future podcasts. So thanks to Ralph Lauren for that. You can help to contribute financially by clicking on the Contribute Now buttons on the India Challenge website or going to our social media at India Challenge for Facebook and Instagram and at India Chal on Twitter. And you can listen to previous episodes on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker and Radio Public. If you've got to this point, well, thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening. And we're heading off to start the challenge proper so we'll be back with the next episode from the road itself i've been peter brill thank you for listening this has been the trans india challenge podcast